Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ChatGolf.com podcast sponsored by Pure Greens and Turf. I'm your host, Zeb Patton. Today's guest is my friend Tom Schreiner. Tom is the general manager at the McLemore Club located on the top of Lookout Mountain in Rising Fall, Georgia. For those of you that aren't familiar with McLemore, allow me to quickly get you up to speed. The McLemore Club, formerly known as Canyon Ridge, opened in 2005. The original architect was Rick Robbins. In 2017, developer and owner Dwayne Horton hired world-acclaimed architects Reese Jones and Bill Bergen to do a complete renovation of the club. The new McLemore opened in 2019 with the newly renovated Highlands course. The course immediately grabbed national attention. Golf Digest instantly had the Highlands course in their top 100 courses you can play in the United States and declared the new 18th hole as the best finishing hole in the country. Fast forward to today, the McLemore Club behind the vision of Dwayne Horton has broken ground on its second course called the Outpost. The Outpost course is being designed by both Jones and Bergen and is being built with the intention to one day host a major championship. The Outpost course and the Resorts Hotel, which is a curio collection by Hilton, are both due to open in early 2024. So with all that being said, let's listen to what the man who is in charge of running McLemore Tom Schreiner has to say. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the ChatGolf.com podcast. I'm your host, Seth Patton, and today I'm at McLemore up on top of Lookout Mountain. It's a beautiful cold day up here. Um, my guest today is Tom Schreiner. Tom is the general manager at, at McLemore, and Tom invited me up to take a look at the new golf course, which I hate to tell you guys, it is amazing. It's something like I've never really seen before. Um, but anyway, Tom, let's just get caught up a little bit with McLemore, and first of all, welcome. Thank you. Man, it's really great to have you up here. Uh, love showing off the new course. That's always fun, but a lot's happened since I saw you up here last time. I can't remember the last time we played, but it's been a while. It has been a while. I, when, the first time I came up here with you, well, I don't, you know, I, the first time I played this golf course ever was about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I was, with you know, the Henley boys. with the Henley guys, and um, I was so overwhelmed. I think I told you that, that I, you know, I had this bad bad information mm-hmm. for like for a better word about this whole golf course mm-hmm. and the golf course is fabulous the, the mm-hmm. one that, and the one you're about to build is going to be worthy of a US Open mm-hmm. I mean it really is when we say that yeah you know it's when you when you come to this course if you played it the old days when it was Canyon Ridge it's not that you see so much different but the playability is so different the AU Victory greens are so good here and that's what we're excited about with the new course we're going to have the great greens that we're going to have the same type of green surface but as we were talking about earlier, the course is so big, this new course. It is stadium golf. It, it's, like, it's like playing golf in the Coliseum where you enter into it and the, <laughs> there's an arena that you're just engulfed you. You know, when, when we were driving down, we, you know, we, dro- we went to the, the new facility and we were driving down this road and, and I'm kind of like, where is this going to be? And then all of a sudden we pop out of the, of the woods and he's, it's like the biggest stadium mm-hmm you've ever seen it is stunning what they've done um and to think about what it'll look like differently when you put stadium zoysia as far as your eye can see basically and just you know the bigness it's like when you go to augusta and you come walking up to the 18 or you know the the 10th tee box that first tee and you look down there to where number seven is it's just big just this big engulfment of grass and it's just feels big big tall pine trees 
I think that's what this course is going to feel like. When you drive up, your first imagery is going to just, you're going to be overwhelmed with the big word. It's just very, very. I cool. think that's, that's it's a very, very accurate description of it. The um, kind of walk me through, the, you know, the, the architects and what, you know, obviously we have Bill Bergen's, it's, it's doing it along with um, Bruce Jones. But kind of talk me through that, how they came on board and how that whole went about. Yeah, so they did the renovation, of course, uh, from Canyon Ridge to Macklemore. And, um, you know, I think there, there's a, a philosophy of when you're building another course to get another architect. It brings in another flavor. You get the following of that architect, and those people want to come play the course. And, you know, and that's kind of where my mind went right away. I thought, well, you know, these guys did a great job, but let's bring somebody else in. But, um, but you know, Bill was so compelling, uh, both of them were, but particularly Bill came and spoke and said, listen, you know, this property is going to be the, the real deal. And he really made a pitch why he was the guy to do it. And, and he did a wonderful job. Bill does a great job staying on budget, staying on time. He's exquisite with his bunkering. I think he does just tremendous bunkers. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they make a pitch, and um, we believe in them, and we're, we're pretty happy with the decision. Well, it, it's it's just a, it's going to be a home run. And one of the things I was talking, we were driving around today, is that when people ask me about Macklemore now, I, I always tell them that just imagine Reynolds Plantation on top of a mountain, because mm-hmm. that's that's how big and how great of a property this is, and what a what a you know, it's a five star mm-hmm. experience here. And the nice thing is, is that Chattanooga gets to share in part of that, you know? I mean, from the hotel that's being built mm-hmm. to just all the facilities, I mean, it's a destinational place that's right in your backyard. Right, yeah. And, and I think the same arguments that people made about Reynolds in the early days, they'll make here to right. start with, oh, it's just sitting out in the middle of nowhere, and who's <laughs> going to go there, and who's going to go to Rising Fawn? But the truth is, uh, what we're building is so exceptional in the quality and the standards that people are going to come. And you can see that now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's even even the, in the clearing phase, you see that there's no corners being cut. This mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. this is something massive being built. Yeah, and like we were talking about earlier too, I think you know Reynolds is great. You know, the Oconee course and these courses are nice, but they do lack diversity in the way what you feel when you're playing the course and when you come play our Highlands course you're going to have a completely different experience than when you go out and play the outpost the outpost is going to be championship golf on steroids it's going to be the real deal and then you're going to come play the Highland course and it's going to be great it's going to be a great experience it is um Share with share with the, our audience that you were telling about, about Reese Jones and, and how he how he was looking at moving people and yeah, you know, he, it's really interesting to listen to the dynamic of those two guys work together. Um, and Reese has an eye for championship golf, so he has an eye for where are people going to move. Is there enough, you know, area here to get people past this area? Where are you going to put a grandstand? I mean, so he's looking at it from really being able to host a major championship. So. It, it's it's fun to listen to him, and of course, I know nothing about all those things. So my ears are just right. popped open, and I'm excited like a little twelve year old, sure, know, listening to him talk. And he's a legend, so it's it's wonderful to have him on board. Well, you know, you told me a story about about uh, Reese Jones at the at the U.S. Open recently. Mm-hmm. It was, was it Pebble, I guess they were at Tory Tory Pines, and yeah, two years it, ago. And it, it, they they were winding down their news conference, mm-hmm. and they just asked random some guy asked, "Is there any project you're working on?" Mm-hmm. Tell them what, what, what... Yeah, yeah. Reese said, yeah, we're working on a great project in North Georgia. And, you know, we hadn't announced it yet. <laughs> I mean, it was literally... I'm not even sure we had the property acquired yet. I don't think we had. 
so uh, Dwayne panicked a little bit, but of course we were thrilled that he wasn't that excited about it. And it's, again, it's one of the great um, experiences of my life is being around Reese and Bill and watching their eyes light up and seeing their enthusiasm. You can tell sure. this is not just another project. Okay, great, we got a project. We, you know, it's yeah. part of their job. They're, they are very enthusiastic and excited about this. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, he answered it. Yeah, he goes, and this golf course was going to be... Yeah, it could host a major championship. Right. Yeah. And when you told me that, I kind of went, okay, that's just to some buildup. And then I dro- when we drove out there and I looked out over that, right. I went, oh, yes, yeah. Now it, it takes all of about two seconds, and you can see what, what everybody sees. But the really the, the amazing thing is they saw this when it was all trees. I mean, Bill goes out there and he said, "This is going to be unbelievable," you know. So it, we talked about that earlier. How they can look at a topo map and they can kind of visualize it, and then they walk in and he comes back and he says, "This is just going to be an amazing golf course." So, of course, we can't see it. You know, all I see is you know a few little streams. Sure. And even if somebody told me that. I'd be going, well, yeah, you say that about yeah, all your exactly, golf courses. Exactly. But I'd exactly. like to think that I've seen enough golf courses right. at this point in my life. And, <laughs> yes. and, and for me to go, my jaw to open exactly. up today exactly. was just yeah. it, breathtaking. Yeah. I guess that's the only word I know to give it. Yeah, we had a, a, we showed the course a couple weeks ago, week and a half ago, to a guy from Atlanta. And he's played in several U.S. senior amateurs. He's a very competitive, very good player. And uh, he did the same thing. We got out there. We got to that number two. And he literally leaned forward in the seat and his jaw dropped a little bit. It, it is a jaw-dropping moment when you, when you drive on that property. What, so the general public at this point, um, if somebody wanted to tour it, did you do tours or anything yet? Is there any no, point? we're really not doing tours other than for potential um, investors or members. So we still have memberships. We're only going to have 125 members on this course uh, at the outpost. And uh, so we did three different levels uh, of, of membership. We sold out of the first level, like, immediately. And then the other two levels we're selling. So if somebody's interested in membership, we'll certainly give them a tour. And how would they get it? How would they, if somebody wanted to, you know, if heard this, they want to call, who would they call? Yeah, I probably need to see, there's a couple of different things. Obviously, if somebody wants to buy real estate, they want to get involved in it here through the real estate, there's a different channel. If they want to become a member, uh, Sean Sumi is our guy that's really directing the memberships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when we get through, I'll put a link in the, in the bio here. That way people can, you know, can mm-hmm. click on that and get to there. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Dwayne Horton. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's been through this since day one, mm-hmm. through, the, through the, the lawsuits the, right, right. and where he's got it. I don't know him, mm-hmm. but he sounds like an amazing guy, and, mm-hmm. and, you've, and you've done nothing but back that up. I know mm-hmm. you guys are friends, and mm-hmm. kind of walk me through him and how you guys got related and how, how he got you here. Yeah, so... Um, Dwayne and I have gone to church together for 20 years uh, out of Covenant Presbyterian in East Brainerd. So, knowing Dwayne, man, I guess I, I met him before he even married Mindy, I guess. But I've known him for a long time. Go to church with him. I was his elder at church for a while. Um, so, I've known him, knew about the lawsuit, knew about Gentech Construction. Uh, I, I would say in the earlier years, for sure, from a distance, uh, we weren't really close friends necessarily, but knew each other really well and had conversations. But when he acquired the property and got started to get involved and he's because he knew I was a golfer and we started having a lot more conversations and uh, long story short uh, when he acquired the property and started the renovation with Bill and Reese he asked me if I was interested in being the GM here and 
I, I, I fondly uh, remember teasing him, saying he's out of his mind. You're never going to build a golf resort in Rising Pond. So you were, you were just like everybody else. Oh, I was like everybody else. <laughs> I, I absolutely did not believe it for a minute. And, and I would tease him, you know, and of course, it, deep down, I wanted him to succeed. Um, so, you know, he, he, he finishes this, this uh, course renovation. And of course, I come back and play it, and I'm, I'm amazed. I mean, it is a fun golf course. Of course, the 18th is a dramatic view, but the whole course was fun. I said, man. And he goes, well, what do you think? You want to be the GM? I said, Duane, I mean, it's a good golf course now, but I, I still don't see it, you know. So then he built this, this building that we're in right mm-hmm. now, the clubhouse. And when he finished the clubhouse, I came to the open house, and I sat there, and I looked around, and I said, this is going to happen. This is going to be the real deal because he did such – an amazing job on the construction. Everything about this building, I think, is just spot on. So I called Sandy on the way home, and I said, hey, listen, we got to come eat dinner here. You won't believe this clubhouse. So uh, two weeks later, uh, early November, um, we came up for dinner, and we're eating dinner, and she, uh, you know, she's eating, and she looks over her reading glasses at me, and she says, does he still want you to be the general manager here? <laughs> I said, yes, he still wants me. She said, you call him tomorrow and tell him you'll take it. I go, do you have any idea what a general manager does? She said, no. I said, well, you might reconsider yeah. because this, you won't see me much this is not a Covenant College job. <laughs> this is a job. And uh, she goes, it doesn't matter. You need to do this. So I literally called him the next day. He came over to my house, and that was it. So, yeah. so that's how you know, we kind of got all the way across the board. So, and it is. It's a ton of work, but I've never been more inspired every day by my work. It's, it is... Not just the property, it's the people. We have just an amazing group of people here, and uh, it's very energizing to be around them. Well, your your passion for the place is so evident, and it's so cool to to listen to this. Um, Tell me, let's talk a little bit about, it's not long, just a brief, you were at Covenant College for how long? 17 years. Really? Yep. Didn't realize it was that long. 17 years, yep. I coached the golf team for 10 of those. Uh, I did a stint when I first got there, and then I took a break. for reasons we won't really go into. Uh, and then they asked me to come back and do it, so I did it for another five years. All right. mm-hmm. The um, Moving from, from a head golf coach to a general manager is somewhat, I guess, stressful? That's the word I'm looking for, or challenging? Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I had the business background. I understood P&L management. I understood operations. I, I had a lot of that experience, but I had no idea the complexity of being involved in a development company. So, you know, here it's not just about putting your operational budget together and managing your business and your people. It is all of the things that you don't know are coming and they come every month. A new thing comes at you, a new putting green, a new driving range facility, a new training center. Mm-hmm. And, it, and all of this development needs infrastructure. It needs people in place. It needs space in place. It needs staging areas. Dwayne, if you're listening out there, are you listening to everything we need here? So we joke around a lot because he's a developer, right? right. He's got to build his assets up. He's got to have, um, he's got to sell property. And so you sell property by developing your assets mm-hmm. and putting things that the uh, owners are going to want. But from an operational standpoint, it puts some pressure on you. You've got to support sure. all this and you don't always have what you need to support it the way you want to. So. That's been the challenge for me. It's been a growth opportunity for me, and um, 
uh, you know, I, I, I failed a, a lot along the way, but I'm learning. I'm learning. It's, it, it's, it's, it really is an enjoyable uh, journey. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Did, when Dwayne approached you, did, did, he, did he also give you the vision, okay, we're going to, it's, it's going to be our Reynolds, it's going to, we got this hotel being done, uh, we're going to build a golf course that's worthy of a national, I mean, did you get that no. much information? So did you just come on board going, what he's got here is cool, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm happy to... Yeah, I think that I think that that's a great question. And honestly, man, okay, we're two years and three months ago now. The the other course was definitely not talked about yet. We didn't start talking about that for several months later. I think it was April of twenty one that we really got interested. I mean, Dwayne may have been more interested a little bit before that, but that I remember conversations. I think the sale to me was the quality that was being built was so good. And, uh, and the amenities that were going to be added to this community were going to be outstanding as well. So across the street, we're building a community that is just going to be first in class. It's going to have, uh, you know, your tennis courts, your pickleball, your pool, your fitness areas. All of those things across mm-hmm. the street are going to be just magnificent features of the Macklemore community. So, you know, it wasn't just about golf. Uh, I think one of the things that I really have enjoyed about Macklemore is you know, our kind of our mantra is we're curating experiences for every one of our customers. And so a lot of those are golf, but a lot of them are not golf. So sure. we have a songwriter series on Thursdays in the summer, and they're fantastic opportunities for the community to come, get under the lights out here in the beer garden, have a beer, just listen to great music. So I think the the, the ethos of Macmore is much more than golf. Mm-hmm. And that, that's been intriguing for me to uh, kind of buy into that whole thing the uh the buzz that you all are creating is is amazing because you know i do a lot of work in atlanta installing my putting greens and right. and every time i'll get somebody to go what about this macklemore do i need to get there and check it out and now it's like you might want to hurry up and go check right. it out right yeah um, especially if you want a membership yeah yeah i agree we you know we wear of course i have a macklemore logo all the time on and i don't care where i am people <laughs> one of my favorite memories i was in west virginia and my wife's family's from up there and so her dad and I were killing time as the girls were doing something else. We went into a Dick's Sporting Good, and uh, I go back to the golf section, and the guys over, you know, looking around and everything, and I had a Macklemore shirt on. And he looks at it, and he kind of takes a double take, and he goes, is, is that Macklemore? I mean, we're in the back woods of West Virginia. No offense, babe. Um, and he goes, come here. And he walks me over to his uh, computer, and his background screen is our 18th hole. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no. So I said, oh, wow. He goes, oh, that's my dream to get down there and play. So I gave him my car. I said, if you ever drive through, you just let me know and we'll get you on. So, yeah, everywhere you go, um, we've done a tremendous job in our marketing. Ivy, <clears throat> excuse me, Conley, uh, they are truly professionals in that world. And so we, we, we have a great course, but we have a fantastic marketing team as well. So oh, no doubt. No doubt at all. The... Uh, so during the wintertime, I think, I think I've seen a, you know, a program called Friends of Macklemore. Can you tell me a little bit what that is? Yeah. So, you know, we are a, uh, a private golf resort. And so you play this golf course by being a member or uh, by staying on property. But we also, um, this was Dwayne's kind of initiative. We also wanted to have friends. And, you know, he likes to say it in terms of, you know, you have different kind of friends. right? Sure. You have your really close friends. You have, but we all need friends. And he wanted Macklemore to have friends. And yes, you may not be a member, you may not be staying on property, but we want to have friends in the community. So the Friends of Macklemore was developed <clears throat> to kind of uh, drive some of those quiet times in our business and uh, 
so yeah, uh, right now we have once a season they can come out and play. So right now you can you can do it four times a year. You can come out and play. Oh, good. So you you can do that, and you can pick up four times you want to. Well, there's seasons, so it's not exactly summer, fall, spring, but there's three month seasons that mm-hmm. we we wrapped into winter, fall, spring, kind of a thing. Right. And so, yeah, if you're a friend, you can come out and play. Has that been pretty popular? It's been very popular. I mean, it's been really good for us and uh, in a lot of ways, right? I mean, we're trying to build our friendships, our database. We want more and more people to know about it. And those people that come in as friends and play golf, guess what they do? They go back and they post pictures on Facebook and their social media. And also, we got other people coming in. So it's been a very good campaign for us. That's cool. Um, Well, I wanted to ask you about... um, Doug Amor. Uh, I've known Doug for a long time, and Doug's been here since. Uh, he's probably seen it all. Oh, he has. Yeah. Uh, but he is an ultimate professional, and it looks like he's going to fit in just perfectly with everything you're doing. Yeah, he is 100%. Doug is one of the most genuine, kind people. He knows the golf industry. He's a really good player. Um, yeah, he fits. He, you know, he, he, he crosses all the check marks or sure. whatever you say. Um, and, uh, you know, and we just love him. So he's going to be a feature for a long time here. And when, when we get to the new course, you know, we've got a lot of things to work out with how we work all sure. the staffing out. But Doug will be at the center of that. That's, that's, exci- that's really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you mentioned earlier that the food and beverage here is top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I have been out here and we love it. I mean, it's just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, we... You know, so we have Valor is our contractor, Valor Hospitality. Uh, they will run the hotel. We brought Valor in because we needed a pro to be over the hotel. Well, we knew we were going to have a restaurant before the hotel was ready. So Valor came in and took over the management before the hotel was done. So they've been the managing partner. And, uh, man, it's it's huge to have somebody who really knows F&B. They know food and beverage. And so... From the, right out of the gate, we've had first-class food service, and that's because of our. If some, if someone wants to come up in, in now and, and have dinner up here, are they able to do that? Absolutely. Make a reservation? Go to open table. Just go to open table and make your reservation. Yep. Well, if you don't come here, you guys have lost your mind because it is the well. The, the clubhouse sits right up in the view right there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it's just it's a, it's a first class. It's I, I keep using that word Reynolds right. Plantation, right. but I think that's a compliment. The dining experience is. Um, applauded at least to the level of the golf if not more so if you go and look at our guest stay comments uh what you'll constantly see is oh the golf is great the food is amazing but the service is first class our service is really what we try to focus on so you know we really want employees who are having a good time and you can see it when you come in and you dine here you're going to have a server who's having a great time and well, that just changes everything um so it's, it's 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 amazing, really. The food is so good. So the next the new golf course is called the Outpost, mm-hmm. and you were you were mentioning to me you th- you thought that it would be ready to, for play probably a year from June, um, or maybe sooner, mm-hmm. but but not gonna open it till then. Yeah, we're, we're we're talking June twenty four is when we think it's possible it could be a month later. Really, it all has to do with the growing season, mm-hmm. how how a lot matures and grows in. We will be cutting uh, those fairways. Uh, by the late fall this year. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, how how good the product is, but how fast you're able to do it as well. Yeah, it, and you know we we were talking earlier how much sod we're bringing in. This is a big. You know we were saying yeah. you normally put 25 to 30 acres of sod in for your fairways in a golf course. We're doubling that. 
So this is going to be 45 to 50 acres just of fairways. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about the bigness again. Well, there's a lot of work to get all that sod in. And then it's not long after it's laid, you're cutting it. So, yeah, we'll be cutting uh, late fall. So that, so that we have the highlands and we're building outposts. There's a third one, right? Well, you know, yeah, we, we, we've got drawings. We've got sketches. Uh, we've got a you know, layout. I mean, the, the point is we're not stopping at number two. Uh, we're, we're going to develop what, what the community needs. I mean, we, what we don't want to have happen is we don't want people coming in here and staying at the hotel. We don't want members to be here and there's not enough tea times. That would be absolutely catastrophic. Yes. So we've got to have enough capacity. So we're always going to be out ahead, making sure that capacity is there and not be late to the party. Had, that, that's a great point that you just brought up, <laughs> is that knowing that to build this thing out properly, how, how did you find out, hey, listen, we make sure we have enough tea times. I mean, is, that, is there somebody advising here? Is that something y'all just kind of... Oh, boy, I wish the, we probably need it. <laughs> it, it, it. It's not simple. Um, you, you know, you, you, you have a couple of knowns. You know how many rounds you're doing currently. You have capacity in the hotel. We know how many people work. What you don't know is how many guests in the hotel are going to play golf. Right. So we, to give you an example, so we had a meeting uh, on the hotel of how big does the bag room need to be. So when you go to Pebble, sure. you know, when you, you put your bag there at the hotel, well, they keep it there. Well, how many guests are going to drop their bag off? So there are some of these things that we don't know, um, but we tried to expand and make sure we had plenty of room in sure. those areas. But so we don't know that. Are a third of our guests going to be playing golf? Or you know, that's there are things that we are going to have to be figuring out very quickly, um, and we just don't know the answer to it right now. The uh, I think you told me at one <clears throat> point that the Outcast was going to have a, a caddy program. Is that is that still post? Yeah. So. That's our plan. Uh, caddy programs are difficult. We're looking at uh, software. Charlie Reimer is very active in this, and you know he's got so much experience with uh, these types of uh, with golf in general. But uh, and he's a member of the honor, so he knows how their caddy program works. You know, we don't know how difficult it is going to get caddies here, mm -hmm. uh, and so we're looking at an app. Charlie is looking at an app where they'll basically kind of like Uber. You know, you'll you'll sure. sign up, you you'll be, yeah, and, and you'll book it through just like an Uber, and you'll get your caddy, and he'll be here when for your 11 o'clock tea time. So we're looking at some creative ways to solve that problem. Uh, we definitely want a four caddy for every new member. I mean, every new foursome, if they've never been here, we want a four caddy with them on that course. Really would like to do that here as well because the first time you play this course, you could use a four caddy for sure. And for you guys that listening out here, you know, you, when you think about the Highlands, well, you could, the Highlands is almost not walkable. It is uh, not walkable. Uh, but People this one is. 100%. I mean, it's the elevation changes are, are very slight. Um, I was surprised. And it's like a golf course that would be fun to walk. Yes. Um, with the breeze and you're always, you know, there's, you yes. there's four or five holes along the, along the brows. Yes. Yeah. So I think yeah. the members, especially late afternoon, are going to want to come out here and walk and, yeah. and, and play a little it's bit. It's going to be a great walking course. Uh, and, and the fun thing, too, and you know, you've played so much golf. It's so fun to walk and to see that much when you're walking. You're sure. not lost in your little channel of your little hole. You know, you're seeing out mm -hmm. a lot, not just the views of the valley. You're seeing other golfers over there off number four, and you're you know looking over sure. here to number 11. You're, you're, there's going to be a lot of visual stimulus out there that you are going to be overwhelmed by, and you're going to want to walk. And you know how it is when you ride. Sure. You miss a lot. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're going to want to walk. It, 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 it was John Feinstein's book, A Good Walk Spoiled. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tom, I, I, this has been great. I mean, I'm so glad you, you called me and invited me out to do this. Yeah. This was, uh, 
I mean, overwhelming, honestly. It's yeah. just so big and so cool. And yeah. um, it sounds like things are going great. Um, you're doing an amazing job. I know that. Appreciate it. Um, Appreciate it. And I'll tell you this. We got to get a rematch with those Henley boys. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. I mean, they. we got to say it on the radio. They did beat us. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah. But uh, I, I haven't beat them yet. <laughs> well, we're going to get it. I'm so glad Tom invited me up to show me all the things going on at Macklemore. Please trust me when I say that the Macklemore Club will no doubt be one of the top five destinations for not only golf, but for places to live in the country. The property and the views are second to none. My hat is off for Dwayne Horton for never giving up, and congrats to him, for his vision is definitely happening as we speak. So until next time, this is Zeb Patton. We'll see you soon, and thanks for listening.